Good morning, morning, Dominica. Good morning to Matt Peltier. Good morning, Mr. G and the rest of the Q family. Good morning to the patriots of this blessed land, the Dominicans living here in Dominica, living abroad in some part of the global community, and uh, always happy to join with us and to uh, share with us the hopes and dreams for the best Dominica for all of the citizens of the Commonwealth of Dominica. This is the hot seat, and uh, yes, we thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we, we we missed some time this morning, but uh, uh, for all of those of you today who are celebrating birthdays, uh, some very special event in your life, just or just happy to be alive, yes. Good morning. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, dear. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. I understood when some people go to funeral or function, they're going to sing also. What, what's that? What, 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 what is that parable you're talking there this morning? Certain people in our office going to sing also. If Lennox can sing, I can sing too. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Uh, you will tell me what that is about because I don't understand. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All the best. All right. All right. God bless.
your tropical water ambassador with your hurricane tip for today assemble disaster supplies have enough food and water for each person for at least one week stock up on all medication needed gas up your vehicle and hold extra cash on hand radios batteries and phone chargers are essential be prepared and remember to and you got it. A quicker way to pay your bills online. It's fast, secure, and easy to use. No registration, no additional fees. Flow is now offering FastPay, an online service that allows you to settle your bills in less than two minutes. Need a receipt? FastPay will send it to your email immediately. Use FastPay now for convenience, safety, and efficiency at discoverflow.co slash FastPay. Is keeping yes, you connected. I am Ras Bobby, the Caribbean herbalist, and I have come to talk to you about waking up and live. So Wake Up and Live is a program that I shall be hosting every third Wednesday of every month from 8 to 10 p.m. on the big station Q95. And on that program, I shall be connecting with um, numberless herbalists, nutritionists, chefs, whereby we shall be talking about the use of natural herbs, the art of, of natural healing in general, breathing exercises, certain um, natural remedies that we can use considering that your food is your medicine and your medicine is your food. So we beseech you brothers and sisters out there to wake up and live and to connect with Q95 to reason about the natural way of life whereby we shall be speaking to you about the numberless herbs that we have on this beautiful nature island shall be sharing information about the foods that we have in this beautiful nature island and generally sharing information about 
the beautiful natural way of healing. So prevention is better than cure. And remember, of course, that your food is your medicine, your medicine is your food. And so here we come with beautiful information from all the naturopathic healers and nature lovers in this land. So I say one love to you, stay blessed, looking forward to connecting with you so that you could wake up and live. Yes, I. Tune in to Wake Up and Live with Ras Bobby Olivache every third Wednesday right here on Q95. MBB and MasterCard invite you to spend four amazing days in New York. How do you win? For every $500 you spend paying with your personal NBD MasterCard credit card, you win an entry for the prize draw. And for every $250 at pharmacies, supermarkets, and gas stations, you get an additional entry. Isn't that great? You don't have your NBD MasterCard yet? Apply online at nbdominica.com slash credit hyphen cards. Hurry! Offer ends September 20, 2022. Why pay full price for your mobile when you can pay less? Just bundle your home internet and mobile services with Flow and save 25% on your mobile bill every month. That's money in your pocket. And now you get 15 times more data, plus free YouTube and WhatsApp data. And you can share your plan with up to three other numbers. Upgrade now and get a free smartphone. Switch and keep your number. Learn more at discoverflow.co. Live going with KFC Bucket Celebration. Available in three offers. Bucket for one, $20. Comes with two pish chicken, two hot or barbecue wings, one portion fries, and two biscuits. Bucket for two, $30. Get four pish chicken, two portion fries, one corn, and one biscuit. Bucket for all, $40. Celebrate with four pish chicken, four hot or barbecue wings, two portion fries, two biscuits, and one on corn. I'm sure ready for that bucket life. Come on, let's celebrate. Get a celebration bucket at KFC. It's Fresh good. Market Pharmacy has extended to customers with its new additional location at best price. Two convenient locations on the Dame Eugenia Charles Boulevard and at best price Riverbank. Fresh Market Pharmacy provides over-the-counter medication, health and personal care, prescription drugs and natural supplements. Our experienced pharmacist and tech Technicians provide the best quality services. Call 225-6883-255-6875. WhatsApp 316-0310. Your prescription bill just got lowered. Eight forty-seven is the morning time. This is the hot seat on Q95, Monday, the fifth of September in the year two thousand and twenty-two, and we thank you for joining us. Share with, sharing with you first off this morning this uh, news release that came from uh, CIBC, First Caribbean International Bank on uh, Friday, that came out of Bridgetown, uh, headlined. CIBC First Caribbean to close its business in Dominica. It reads First Caribbean International Bank, Barbados Limited, First Caribbean, announced today it will cease its operations in Dominica on the 31st of January in 2023. Managing Director for Barbados and the OECS, Donna Wellington, noted, quote, Decisions like this are never easy and never taken lightly. 
as we are mindful of the impact on our employees and our customers. We have made this decision in light of our stated strategy of simplifying our structure and following the sale of two of our businesses in St. Kitts and St. Vincent, in addition to the sale of our business in Aruba earlier in 2022. Ms. Wellington noted that the bank is mindful of its continuing obligations to our team in Dominica and uh, to our clients during uh, the period of transition. We'll begin to contact our clients within the next few weeks to ensure the clients are aware of the need to transfer their deposits to another financial services institution as well as collect any outstanding property that was used as collateral but was not collected after the loan was repaid or in safety deposit boxes. Additionally, CIBC First Caribbean will put in place arrangements for clients with loan facilities and credit card services. Ms. Wellington added, quote, until we can put the necessary arrangements in place, we will continue doing what we've always done, helping our clients to make the right decision to maintain their financial health. Our focus is also on supporting our employees through this time of transition. We will continue to keep all our stakeholders apprised of the developments as they unfold." End of quote. Ms. Wellington said the bank's employees would continue to be available to facilitate an orderly transition for both the bank and its clients in the coming months. She thanked the bank's clients for their loyalty to CIBC, First Caribbean, over the years, and the bank's employees for their years of service. Now, you'll remember in October of 2021, that the National Bank of Dominica announced that it was part of a consortium of commercial banks in the Eastern Caribbean that had entered into an agreement with CIBC First Caribbean to acquire its branches and banking operations in Dominica, in Grenada, in St. Kitts and Nevis, in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Earlier this year, NBD backed out of, of this arrangement, citing a change in strategic directions. But uh, as noted here in the CIBC release, some of the other acquisitions that had been planned have gone ahead. And I note that uh, mention was made specifically here of talking about strategy of simplifying our structure and following the sale of two of our businesses in St. Kitts and in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So this is St. Kitts acquisition on an arrangement that was announced in October 2021 went ahead. The St. Vincent acquisition went ahead and we were also, uh, they were also talking at the time, sorry, they were also talking at the time of their business in uh, Aruba and their business in 
für durch Dominika, Grenada, St. Kitts und Nevis und St. Vincent. St. Kitts und Nevis und St. Vincent, those acquisitions appear to have gone ahead according to this release. I'm not sure what has happened in Grenada, uh, but Dominica earlier this year announced that it had backed out. So it does appear that for some time now, as part of its so-called business simplification and new strategic direction, uh, CIBC, First Caribbean, has wanted to get out of Dominica, to cease banking operations in Dominica. The purchase by NBD did not happen, and so it doesn't seem anybody else is interested, so CIBC will close. And what closing means is that they will have to, you know, make some arrangements for the depositors' money. Um, those people who have the savings there will have to decide, uh, make arrangements to move those sometime before the 31st of January next year when the bank will cease operations. And the bank, of course, will have to make arrangements for the loans that it, it has uh, with customers, or the monies that have been loaned out, mortgages and otherwise with customers, and, and how they're going to bring those to closure sometime before the 31st of January. That, that means that years ago we had Royal Bank of Canada, it's an international bank operating in Dominica. We had the Bank of Nova Scotia operating in Dominica, international bank. We had the Barclays Bank that became First Caribbean uh, International. Uh, those were the three. And uh, all of those three, two have gone. Royal Bank has moved on. Uh, Scotia Bank has gone. Uh, First Caribbean International is moving on. And uh, we'll be left now with the National Bank of Dominica and uh, RBTT. Uh, of Trinidad that operates here, having taken over the Scotia Bank operations. Uh, so I saw someone on the telephone a while ago, but that that person left us. You can call me back because we would like to 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 hear your thoughts on on this development in terms of where we are and the the exit of international banks from Dominica. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Lincoln. Morning, there. How are you? I'm good. A quick question. Um, school has opened today. I just wanted to know how the United Workers Party assisted any students in going back to school on in early season. You want to know what? Has the United Workers Party assisted any school students going back to school this new year? Well, I have assisted. Uh, other members of the United Workers Party have done that. Individual, individual, individual members of the leadership and management of the United Workers Party have, from their pockets and their own resources, assisted students where they can. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. I guess the caller is asking that question because of all of the the activities, the back to school activities, and the announcements of uh, members of the government side of things that have happened. Uh, a lot of it, much of it, maybe all of it with public money, money that belongs to the state of Dominica. Uh, people have LPOs that are going to the business establishments of relatives and friends and family members of the government ministers to get their back-to-school supplies. And you have uh, 
certain other more privileged ones being funded by the passport revenues of, of Dominica to do things on the back to school agenda. I would like uh, one of these uh, members of the Labour Party to indicate or to present evidence to the public that they are purchasing from their pocket or their own resources and not, not giving the impression, not, not utilizing what the state has paid for as though it is coming from them. Uh, I would like to see some evidence of that because uh, all that has been going on in the past couple of weeks is the Labour Party people are using the money belonging to the people to pretend that they're doing them a benefit and a favor by presenting these back to school supplies and benefits. And I will leave that one right there for right now. But we're talking about the exit of international banks from Dominica. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Okay, I'll call you back. You, you're going to call me back, all right. Yes, I'll call, I'll call back because, all right. You, no, 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 no. What, what is it you wanted to talk about? No, no, no. If you want to make a point about the other thing, that's fine. Yeah, I'm just under my cat on the side. person that called you, they try to mammote you, they would try to um, cover their voice so you cannot maybe distinguish who voice it was. I mean, if you come in out and ask a question, come out boldly and clearly and ask a question, my lady, not to hide under your cover to ask a question. Labour Party giving children books through Scarit Auntie, through ev um, all the ministers of government. It's not their money from their pocket. It's our money, our passport money, our tax money. That is what all you get in. When Workers Party give it coming from their own two cents they have in their pocket, my lady. So please take that into consideration. Workers people working, but for the people of Dominica. So when they give it from their heart, from their pocket. 2019 elections, Kerry said he was going to give every parliamentarian uh, how much money do I'm selling? 40,000 or 400,000? I don't remember. Either 40,000 or 400,000 he was going to give to every member that um, won election. The Workers' Party um, had three members. How many of them got money to give to their people? None. And they're not, they don't want it to give to their people. They wanted to go in the place it's supposed to go to be given to everybody that needs it. Thank you, sir. That's what I have to say. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, we thank you indeed for joining us. This is the hot seat on Q95. Today is Monday, the 5th of September in the year 2022. And yes, we do. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. It's good. It's good. It's back. The Kentucky Sandwich from KFC is back. Mmm, good. The Kentucky Sandwich, only $15.15. Want more? Then get a combo with sandwich, regular fries, and regular soda for $22. Feel happy to save at KFC. KFC, it's good. Your dynamic, riveting weekly sports show on Q95. The entire Caribbean is listening to Sports Wrap on the big station every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. with renowned veteran sports commentator and retired magistrate Ozzie Lewis, famous cricketer and sports analyst Lockhart Sebo Sebastian, and national athletic coach Emmanuel Loblack. 
Sports Wrap, your one-stop shop for unique, inclusive, in-depth analysis of local, regional, and international sports. Bringing you the best in sports debate and up-to-the-minute information and statistics. Sports Wrap, every Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. Two exciting hours of pure, exciting sports talk. The experts are in the house. Sports Wrap, every Thursday evening, only on the big station. Only on Q95. View on Q, the big station. Insights into where the people of Dominica and the Caribbean came from. Understanding our past. Embracing our present. Charting the way forward into our future. Together, eliminating poverty. Embracing justice, peace, and togetherness. The Global View on Q. Networking Dominica with the rest of the world. The experts are in the house. From Dominica, Canada, the Caribbean, the United States, Europe, Asia, and the rest of the world. Engaging all Dominicans at home and abroad on our agriculture, our economy, our foreign relations, our justice system, our governance, our international competitiveness, our education, our world-class festivals and entertainment, sports, politics, regional cooperation, and much more. Globally positioning Dominica within the Caribbean. Join the conversation on The Global View on Q. Tune in, call us, have your say. The Global View on Q, only on Q95, the big station. Nine oh two. Someone on the telephone. Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Mr. Linton. What's going on? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, there's a couple things that are on my mind this morning. Um, first and foremost is the starting of school. So I just want to wish all the children going back to school happy school day and to put your best foot forward to empower yourself to get a proper education. Um, that's one. And second, I would like to know what is the reason why the Goodwill Secondary School is not being rebuilt? Because this is putting a strain on the Dominica Grammar School where you have people still on Zoom classes, apparently, because they have to accommodate the um the good secondary students children going to school on the afternoon so before i go further i would like to know if you can tell me the reason why the government hasn't seen fit to um rebuild the goodwill secondary school no i, I don't know i really do not know well i but think but you will recall that the the goodwill secondary school was badly damaged by Hurricane Maria in 2017. So that's five years ago. Yeah, but that's five years ago. Yeah. That's five years ago. And with all the international donor agencies that contributed to the rebuilding of Dominica, was there ever a proposal put forward to any of those donor agencies to give money to rebuild this particular school? You know, I just find it. I just find it. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Like I told you, I don't know if there was. What I know for a fact is that Dominica has enough money from the sale of Dominican passports to rebuild the Goodwill Secondary School. Has had enough money for a number of years. Uh, for throughout all those five years, Dominica has had enough money to rebuild the Goodwill Secondary School. So then we're supposed to start as a country. We start. We're supposed to start. 
turning up the screws real tight on the pressures on the um the, the powers that be to rebuild the school if we are thinking about our children. But one thing I, I have come to realize in Dominica, Dominicans really think about their children. It, 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 it's a shame that a school has been done since for five years and the, the, the parents and the guardians of children going to that school is not in an uproar, really them turning up the screws on the, the, on the powers that be to have the school rebuilt because this is affecting right now, this is affecting all the other children from the grammar school and so on. So I think the parents should really get involved in turning up the screws on the power that be. One more thing, um, we, we went through COVID. COVID is going to be with us forever. I, I think going forward that, that the, the mask thing should be optional. If you want to wear mask at the school, you wait. If you do not want to wear it, you wait. Because apparently the mask is only to protect you. The mask don't protect anybody else. I just think having children, because we lost so much of our education during that pan- pandemic that set us back years. And starting going forward, still having the children in that mask. I just think it's a detriment to our children. And like we do not stop and look long term and realize the effect that this kind of policies are going to have on our children. Don't delay. It's like we only care about ourselves. Most of us only see right now. We live in the moment. We never see past our big two, as the old people will say. So I think this is something they should really look into and have it optional. If you want your kids to be in mass, then fine. If you do not want your kids to be in mass, then there should be no shame because all studies have showed that that mass prevents nothing. The mass prevents nothing. So I just think going forward, that is one of the things that the, 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 the education people should take into account and stop damaging our children long term. The future be, um, belongs to our children and stop shaming people that do not want to go the route of the status quo. Because all right. All the education do not reside in one brain. Right. We act like it, all the knowledge resides in one one set of brain, and this is wrong. All right, we got that point. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you for joining us. It is uh, seven after nine. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Lindon. Morning, there. How are you? I, I do. Sometimes people don't listen to yeah radio station. I don't listen to, but I I did listen to the um thing um DBS. I hope I'm not wrong, but I heard them mention Goodwill School and some other schools, some to be repaired and some to be... But I heard the Goodwill School was mentioned this morning. I heard it on the news. Yeah. Yes, sir? Okay. So sometimes if we on one another side, we don't listen. That is what sometimes we get ourselves jammed. Mm-hmm. But I am positive. I am positive I heard that. If not, somebody will give you a correction of it. But I know I heard them talking about it, spoke about the Goodwill School. Yeah, well, I would be surprised. I would, I would, I would, I would be surprised if there was no plan, or there has been no statement about. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. I, I was just going to say that I, I would be surprised if there isn't some plan or some announcement somewhere about the Goodwill School. The Goodwill School, after all, has been with us for a very long time. And it was damaged during the hurricane. And it is five years this month since it was damaged by the hurricane and has not been available for the education of the children of that area. And, and so that is just the fact. That's what it is. Five years. Good, after, good morning. 
I surprise the things, blessings and glory to all those who have sacrificed their personal safety and security trying to elevate mankind to humanity. Mr. Linton, blessings and welcome, sir. Good morning to you, my brother. I'm right back at you. How is everything? I coming on slowly. All right. Good. Okay, God bless. Um, Mr. Linton, the, the dirty systematic game of deliberately impoverishing a people and then you turn around and use the resources of the state and line them up and there are cameras, there are videos, there are journalists and eyewitnesses seeing you throwing crumbs at them from what is rightfully belonging to them, the oven and the basket and the floor and everything. And then you turn around and you receive praise. And then when the parliamentary opposition members make the sacrifices directly from the pockets and help people here, there, and everywhere and not making a big show and dance of it, and then those who steal the resources of the state and use it to make a big show and dance, they get all the praise and the recognition. And, and that, is, that is the poison. I'm at the hospital, I don't want to say nothing too much, not because of nothing else more than, well, self-preservation, I could do with it and trying to conduct myself in a manner that I will not get trouble with anybody. The other thing, Mr. Linton, how does all these foreign corresponding banks pulling out from Dominica through the years? You can maybe check um, maybe something Mr. Leaks. I listened to both of them last night having to do with some America international financial investigation or whatever it is, have a very, very damning report on Dominica with money laundering and offshore banking and thousands of companies, you know, that's elsewhere, and several um, offshore banks and all, very, very critical um, report on Dominica and its finances and money laundering and everything like that. How does that go? Uh, then you have no corresponding banks. How does our financial transactions with our people overseas, with our businesses and all of that is going to take place? How many people that have more influence than Mr. Licks that maintain in the persistent silence out of fear Refusing to sacrifice to save this blessed land while criminals are riding high, making millions, and we, the ordinary people, are going to be deprived. My brethren, I want to give thanks to you and the others who have made the sacrifices through the years, who have made the efforts through the years to try to awaken a sleeping people, whether voluntarily or they have been zombified. But glory be to all those who are on the front line trying to see. Look the devil there. You know song that Look the devil there. Look <laughs> the devil right in your yard. I forget this song by the Look the devil there. Bum bum look the devil there. Yeah. It came out of Trinidad some years ago, yes. All right. So yeah. continue right. to look at angels as devils and look yeah. at the devil as an angel, eh? Yeah. Have a blessed day, sir. Have a blessed day yourself. It's uh, nine twelve.
Q95, the big station, presents Kudos to Our Heroes for their valuable transformational life support and assistance to their fellow men and women, for their insightful and deep-seated meaningful contributions of great substance to uplifting children, people, family life, our society, and our economy, for instilling positive mental attitudes that elevate the level and content of the social and economic dialogue, for being phenomenal men and women. Kudos to Our Heroes will recognize on Q95, pay tribute to and present awards for outstanding works by deserving Dominican heroes at home and abroad. Ordinary people demonstrating that each one of us can do extraordinary things. Q95 listeners at home and worldwide, have your say. Submit your recommendations to us at Q95FMRadio at gmail.com of deserving Dominican heroes whose works have clearly shown that they have done yeoman service and allowed their humanity to shine. In order to elevate and enhance the life of their fellow men and women. Q95 is happy to recognize and honor the life and works of phenomenal Dominican heroes at home and abroad. Thank you, our Dominican heroes, from the Q family at home and abroad. Only on Q95, the big station. Go to the Kudos to Our Heroes banner on the homepage of our website at www.q95da.com. Read the criteria and points structure for qualification and selection. National retirement age and above gives 10 points. Exemplary performance, 25 points. Pioneer in a field, career, work or occupation, 15 points. Impactful leadership of excellence, 20 points and committed to national development in Dominica, 30 points. Submit your recommendation of the names of Dominican heroes at home and abroad, supported by the detailed reasons for that recommendation. To Q95, kudos to our Heroes Recognition and Appreciation Committee. On or before the deadline date, via email to q95fmradio at gmail.com. You can call 767-448-5822 or 305-906-4216 or 954-284-4639. Thanks so much for your submissions and recommendations. hurricane season. Make sure your cell phone and extra cell phone batteries, get them if you do not already have some, are charged before leaving or before the power can go out. You can charge them up with the power from your car if you have a DC to AC converter. Stay calm and collected, especially when you are around little kids who might easily get scared when their parents are stressed out. Around small children, make the hurricane preparation or evacuation into an unexpected vacation. Style up for back to school with stylish prices and more value every day from now till September 19th. Yes, you heard right. Digicel is giving you more for less as you start the new school year. We are talking about earbuds, portable speakers, tablets, smartwatches, and more. More, more. Plus, three customers will be grand prize winners of two laptops and one tablet. Want to style out for back to school? Here's how you do it. Winning is easy. Activate any prime bundle. Switch to Digicel. Sign up for Digicel. Plus, pay your postpaid bill on time in full or download the My Digicel Loop or Go Loud apps. It's 
stand to get more and style out for back to school with Digicel. Qualify to win now. Promotion ends September 19, 2022. Digicel terms and conditions apply. Back to school. Digicel. Better together. Wow. Keeping tips from Bob. For every one roach you see, there could be hundreds you don't, and that is a problem. Don't worry, roaches don't stand a chance with Bob Insecticide Spray. For fast, effective control of roaches, use Bob Spray regularly. Keep areas clean, cover exposed foods, and store garbage properly. Get serious, get Bob. Locally distributed hey, by Five Foods. You free now? Yes, boss, what do you want? Well, what do I do center? By the answer, a hammer, a four inch nails, two quarter black pit, a pail of concrete patch. A half inch four by eight plywood, the double sink, and don't forget the exercise mat for the wife. Introducing Do It Center Delivery Monday to Friday with a minimum spend of $50. We do small delivery from Jimmet to Point Michelle and up to Louisville. Large deliveries are island wide. Scheduled deliveries are free with a minimum spend of $200. For more info on scheduled and unscheduled deliveries, contact Do It Center on 618 235 Email store at doitcenterdominica.com. Fresh Market Pharmacy has extended to customers with its new additional location at best price. Two convenient locations on the Dame Eugenia Charles Boulevard and at best price Riverbank. Fresh Market Pharmacy provides over-the-counter medication, health and personal care, prescription drugs and natural supplements. Our experienced pharmacists and technicians provide the best quality services. Call 225 6883-255-6875 WhatsApp 316-0310 Your prescription bill just got lowered. We're taking your hot your phone calls on the hot seat this morning. It's Monday, 5th of September in the year 2022. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And how are you? Can you hear me clearly? Hearing you very well, yes. Thanks. Okay. I don't know you. I've seen you before. Said hello. I don't know you. Even if I tell you my name, you don't know who I am. And I don't live in Dominica. I saw you in my dream last night. Dressed mm -hmm. all in black. The vehicle you were driving was a black vehicle. You were around a group of people. There was a gentleman there. And whatever he was holding in his hand or resting, holding like a pole, was silver and he said to you um do you know that you're protected by god you answer and you said yes i know he said to you um but you need to be careful your reply was i'm not going to hide behind the shadow i got up from the slip <laughs> all right well um th there's a promise that i identify with and that is the no weapon formed against you will prosper. There is not a promise that the weapons will not form. The, the, the promise is that weapons will form, but they will not prosper. And, and so far, I have seen many weapons form. I have not seen any of them prosper. So some way, somehow, the, the promise of the Father above is being fulfilled. I would think that has a lot to do with his prayer warriors down here on earth. God bless you. Anyway, yes, I said I had to call and say that because when I got up from the trip, I said, wow, you was not on my mind. Wow. You were the first person on my mind because we don't know each other. I don't live in Dominica. Yeah, and I was like, sometimes you dream things for people and it might be somebody mm -hmm. else 
<laughs> and you you never know but that was what it was interesting do you know you're protected by god you answered <laughs> you said yes yes yeah well, i know well that i know all right <laughs> and, all right uh, have a good day thank you thank you very much for joining us and um all right. we should get to know each other sometime god bless you hello good morning amen to that all the angels who were in the wrong including mr and mistress the linton <laughs> mr linton um when we're not planning sometimes a lot of us does a plan i understood that people that have children going to the grammar school I understood that they will be protesting because their children maybe wouldn't be able to go to school or even if they're at school they will be encountering a lot of noise in their head at the grammar school if these people had planned properly the grammar the um goodwill junior high school should be fully renovated that the children from the grammar school right now could be down there together with the um, Goodwill Junior High School children right now. The, both the Goodwill Junior High School and the grammar school children will be suffering when you're not planning and doing things vite just for doing sake for show. Mr. Linton, have a blessed morning. Yes, sir, you are covered. No weapon from against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you shall be condemned. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So the, one of the expressions of concern this morning is with the, the status of the Goodwill Junior High School, which was damaged in uh, Hurricane, Dave, Hurricane Maria in 2017. Uh, this September, which we, which month we are in right now, September of 2022, will be five years since Hurricane David. And, and I don't know that an argument can be made that it's as a result of lack of resources or lack of money that we have not been able to repair the Goodwill Junior High School. Nor can it be that it's a, as a result of lack of, of capability to rebuild a school because we have a lot of idle capacity in terms of building construction capability in Dominica. Uh, so somebody must say what it is because this is five years and throughout that five-year period we have had more than significantly more than enough money from the sale of Dominican passports, the so-called citizenship by investment revenue, the CBI money that has done all these other things. We've had enough resources in that, in that pool of CBI money to easily build, rebuild the Goodwill Secondary School and any other school on, on Dominica. And for quite a few of those schools, we have received international assistance and uh, Friendly international institutions, friendly governments have come in and have assisted with that. The, the excuse cannot be money or resources where the Goodwill Secondary School is concerned. All right. They haven't said what the delay is about. There's talk now that it's going to be rebuilt and talk of the grammar school being redone, a new, brand new grammar school and so on all of which is very well and good. Okay, now I told you earlier I wanted to share with you some something from St. Lucia in terms of the thinking of the 
Shalusha government, more specifically the the culture and uh, creative industries minister Ernest Hillier, as to how they see the end of October Creole festivities and what they, they have their eye on competing with Dominican Dominica's Creole music uh, festival, from where uh, quite a few patrons come, um, even. Even Mr. Hilaire himself says that he's a regular visitor to Dominica during this time. This is the news item that we're talking about. In responding to concerns about the effect on St. Lucia's Creole heritage activities slated for October, as many St. Lucian patrons of the Dominica Music Festival held there during the same period, Culture and Creative Industries Minister Dr. Ernest Hilaire remained optimistic about the potential of St. Lucia's Creole Heritage Month to become the biggest national festival and attract thousands of visitors to St. Lucia's shores. But I believe Creole Heritage Month can become even bigger and certainly the June Creole celebration, which is the last weekend, can become our biggest celebration in St. Lucia. But like you said, it coincides with Dominica Music Festival. And for somebody like me, who for the last few years attended every Dominica Music Festival, um, it's a real difficult situation to be in because, um, you know, you usually go to Dominica for Creole, um, for their, their Creole Festival and now we have um, you know, Junior Creole and I have responsibilities in that regard. Dr. Hiller thinks the time has come to brainstorm on ways to grow the Creole Festival. This will call for related agencies like the Cultural Development Foundation, CDF, the Folk Research Center, FRC, and the events company to engage in a discussion that is capable of coming up with ideas to outdo their Dominican counterparts. I believe we have the skills, we have the capacity to be even bigger than Dominica. You just have to look at Dominica's lineup for Creole Festival this year, and you can see that they've come all out That's to make sure investment. it's a major, major. I mean, I know some of the artists that will be performing, and I know what it takes to get them to come to perform. Um, so we now need to sit down and strategize um, how we're going to maneuver in this regard. A joint marketing approach so that all the islands involved can enjoy mutual benefits is also an option. For the DBS News World, I'm Don Nicholas. All right, so that's St. Lucia. Uh, St. Lucia's uh, Culture and uh, Cultural Industries Minister, obviously, Creative Industries Minister, obviously, has his eyes on the Creole Music Festival of Dominica and what he can do with his own Creole Fest in St. Lucia to make it bigger and better than Dominica. And they are taking note of the resources, the significant amount of resources that Dominica is spending this year on its Creole Music Festival. But there is a, an expression of confidence that they have the skills and they have the capabilities to build something in St. Lucia that will be even better, bigger and better than the Creole Festival in Dominica. That is their benchmark now. Hmm. Okay. In responding to concerns about the effect on St. Lucia's Creole heritage activities slated for October, as many St. Lucian patrons of the Dominica Music Festival held there during the same period, Culture and Creative Industries Minister Dr. Ernest Tiller remained optimistic about the potential of St. Lucia's Creole Heritage Month to become the biggest national festival and attract thousands of visitors to St. Lucia's shores. 
But I believe Creole Heritage Month can become even bigger, and certainly the June Creole celebration, which is the last weekend, can become our biggest celebration in St. Lucia. But like you said, it coincides with Dominica Music Festival, and for somebody like me, who for the last few years attended every Dominica Music Festival, um, it's a real difficult situation to be in because, um, you know, you usually go to Dominica for Creole, um, for their, their Creole Festival, and now we have um, you know, Junior Creole Institute and I have responsibilities in that regard. Dr. Hiller thinks the time has come to brainstorm on ways to grow the Creole Festival. This will call for related agencies like the Cultural Development Foundation, CDF, the Folk Research Center, FRC, and the events company to engage in a discussion that is capable of coming up with ideas to outdo their Dominican counterparts. I believe we have the skills, we have the capacity to be even bigger than Dominica. You just have to look at Dominica's lineup for Creole Festival this year, and you can see that they've come all out That's to make sure investment. it's a major, major. I mean, I know some of the artists that will be performing, and I know what it takes to get them to come to perform. Um, so we now need to sit down and strategize um, how we're going to maneuver in this regard. A joint marketing approach so that all the islands involved can enjoy mutual benefits is also an option. For the DBS News World, I'm Don Nicholas. All right, so St. Lucia, uh, through its Minister of Culture and Creative Industries, believes that St. Lucia has the skills and capabilities to build a Creole festival that is bigger than the festival in Dominica. Uh, and so the question for us this morning is that in Dominica, do we believe that we have the skills and capabilities to keep our Creole festival ahead of anything similar in the region, including St. Lucia? That's the question. That's the question that faces us. St. Lucia is obviously confident that it can. Right? <laughs> it can surpass us. It can have something that is bigger than us. The question is, do we have the confidence? Do we, do we feel the level of our minister of culture or our cabinet of ministers that we have the skills and capabilities to stay ahead uh, of those who would like to get ahead of us? Good morning. Yeah, blessings, my brethren, again. Just blessings. wanted to um, follow up on something that was said having to do with Parrots being given thousands and thousands of dollars to take care of their constituents. There is no accountability. There is no transparency. Are these bribes? Were these amount ever given to these parrots? Or somebody is just using the ABC psychology to pacify a people that seems to be unaware of what is happening right in front of them, Mr. Linton. So I just say, well, but the other day I give Mr. Linton $5,000. And Mr. Linton dare not to come and say, blessings is telling a lie. Who can tell me um, blessings is lying? Can you tell blessings is lying, Mr. Linton? In, you, you understand what I'm saying? Can any yeah, one of the ministers yeah. tell the minister of finance he is lying. He never gave them any money. No. So th this is just for public consumption and sensationalism 
to deceive, to mislead. There is no accountability, no transparency. How millions and millions and millions can be earmarked for A, B, and C? And the country is regressing. You know, uh, I mean, rapidly, Mr. Linton. So it is just sad if a man is strong, he figure out he's looking for weak people to beat. He's not looking for strong people to fight with. And Dominicans are very weak, and those who are strong just figure out this blues on them. And it is so sad. It is so sickening to wake up every day. And I want to give thanks to Mr. Leakes, Lofty, Angelo Alin, yourself, and Afi Martin, all the others who have come and said, no, wake up, wake up, wake up. It is so sad to see that level of abuse and to whom much is given, much is expected. And to whom much is given is either they run away in fear or an ulterior motive. You know, the personal gains and they just shut the hell up and let the country go to hell in a handbasket. Have a blessed day, sir. Have a blessed day yourself. Good morning, 9.33. Hey, good morning, man. How are you doing, my brother? I'm doing well. All is well? Yeah, yeah man. Lennox, you see, for me, Lennox, yeah, the bigger issue is the whole question of um, regional integration in the true sense of the word, or, or the term, rather. Because here it is, we have um, St. Lucia right now going, trying to develop their Creole festival, whereby it would have been much better in the interest of Caribbean unity, OECS unity that the St. Lucians would encourage um, their residents to go over to Dominica, travel to Dominica, to spend a good time in Dominica and enjoy the culture and, you know, mm-hmm. we brothers meet brothers, you understand? Mm-hmm. Or, and we have a similar situation with respect to the St. Lucia Jazz Festival, that we, instead of developing a competing festival, you know, support in the name of regional integration, OECS unity, brotherhood, mm-hmm and all of those nice things that we talk about from time to time, you know? I see these as practical ways of achieving true integration. That is why we cannot even have a ferry service running through the OECS. We are so disjointed, we are so, you know, um, competitive, Lennox. But yet we have harmonized legislation. You understand? When it's to pass legislation to oppress and to, you know, further foreign interests, we can harmonize on those issues. But when it's to do things to further our development, our our culture, you know, our existence as a Caribbean people, one nation, one Caribbean, you know, we seem to be going down the, the road of divisiveness and competition, which I, I see at this point is something unhealthy because right now you're going to have a competition as to who's going to have the best Creole music festival instead of you know supporting one another and developing one another culture we have a festival in jamaica we have crop over in barbados and so on and let's promote regional integration around around that you know we, we see that kind of a division but you, and that okay and but that is, yeah but, but you know where, where you are right now you are looking ahead and you're being aspirational in in terms of what can happen or what should happen reality right now is that we have had a Creole music festival since 1998, and uh, there can be arguments here as to whether we have grown the festival, whether we have improved it in quality, uh, international appeal, and so on. 
or you know what what have we done with it right now we're spending a lot of money to bring very high priced artists that will attract attention is that the way we're going to build build it uh, and and what is saint lucia saying when they say yes our people come down to Creole Festival in Dominica, including me, the minister. But now I have something to do with uh, what's going to happen with our own festival. I think we have the skills and capabilities so that we can become bigger than Dominica. And at the same time, we, we can start talking about joint marketing and so on and so on and so on. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how that how that fits together, uh, the talk of joint marketing or, or, or um, common common arrangements or shared marketing arrangements or whatever for things of that nature when your your competitor is the Dominica festival that you're trying to outdo. But that's the reality. That is where we are right now as opposed yeah, to... But, but, but even as you're speaking to my brother, you notice too, the effect that is going to have on our local and regional artists because mm. you see the, the tendency for our leaders to for the foreign artists in Africa and on the continent. So that is a serious concern with respect to the, um, the amount of exposure that the local artists that we want to help develop their, their skills and talents are going to get. And so that is something, you know, you know as I indicated, I do think it's something that is very helpful for the region at this time. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. We're taking your phone calls. Good morning. Morning, Mr. Linton. Morning there. How are you? I'm, I'm not that good, but I'm coping. Okay. Let me tell you, all ministers of government in all countries looking for their people. Right. Because I watch in St. Lucia news and the kind of thing I've seen that happening in St. Lucia. Dominica have the potential to do it. We have water, we have land, we have fertile soil. A lot of things can happen in Dominica, but our government minister doesn't care about Dominica. They care about themselves. So if the minister say he's going to do whatever he has to do for St. Lucia, he can go and do whatever he wants because he's looking for his people. That is up to the government of Dominica if they don't want to look for Dominica and do what is best for Dominica. All right, thank you very much. We must always act in our own enlightened self-interest, uh, notwithstanding whatever arrangements we may have with uh, uh, regionalism or internationalism or whatever platform we care to join in the global community out there. Good morning. Yes, Mr. Linton. Morning, sir. How are you? Uh, yeah, I called you earlier. Um, I just think, um, let me tell you, I think I want us to have a little discussion. I'm not going to I have no gotcha questions. That's not my vice. Because I'm just for the development of Dominica. On that music festival, mm -hmm. if we remain the way we are, of course, Centrusha is going to take over. First of all, Centrusha have the human capital, which is the population. They have the international airport, which is a big thing. So therefore, they can go out and market to the people they wish to draw. And the ease of going there will be easier. So, of course, if we remain just the way we are in a couple of years, <laughs> our World Creative Music Festival will be no more like Kubuli and every other thing that has left. Now, Mr. Lint, I just want to ask you, you, are, you and the United Workers Party, you guys do have a plan to restore the independence to the average grassroots country people, right? 
like you yes. go to school yeah absolutely you come from school you mm -hmm. might do good academically but if you fall um, if you're not academically inclined you could because i remember back in the days you put um the workers party had the youth center where you could mm -hmm. go do carpentry you could go do agri um do plumbing you could do everything to be independent mm -hmm. so you guys have that plan blueprint yes to to, to set dominica forward people to earn like their own money people to spend their own money uh, we must give them that capability and that is what one of the things that we are very passionate f about as a political organization good Alinto. so therefore i think we should start putting on some markers we should start giving these people at the ultimate because it cannot be that we just go on just talking man our children hate us you know I know you have kids. Your children will hate you. Trust me, they will hate you. Because if we do do not start putting markers down and tell these people, man, it's either they put up or they shut, shut up. It's time that they fix Dominica or go our children, including mine, will end up hating us because they will say we were there and we will see what these guys were doing, why we did not take steps. To correct it and now they have to be in the misery they have to be in the same ugliness the same poverty the same working and not being to, able to earn a decent living the same thing if a man have a if the minister has a nice vehicle the average man cannot have a nice vehicle our children end up will end up hating us and i just think it's time that we start putting on some markers i i, I have stayed away from politics you know I had withdrawn myself from politics because um, when the coronavirus hit, I realized a lot of politicians got sucked into that thing and just really abandoned their people for some nonsense vaccines. And so, so I'd really stayed away from politics. But looking at it now again, I'm like, man, it makes no sense just to stay in the background. I'm not called. I used to call the radio, but then I stopped. But I'm, I'm, I'm sitting asking myself that question again. What are my kids going to say about me yeah. if I do not? leave a proper foundation for them if i do not leave something they can grow up and be better and i'm like we have to start putting on the market absolutely because it's obvious that we have been talking we mm -hmm. have been talking we have been talking we have been talking we have been talking and like nothing is not happening so i mean we have a yeah. point has to be reached when we say all right enough is enough. enough and i think I if, we don't, if we do not take that stand now mm -hmm. right now going for the next two years of phrase we're going to lose our country because everything that is happening in dominica now it's a foreign company doing it i was dominica recently i saw that these guys dug the road from Harris pit all the way to carbon and have one contractor one contractor on that how many miles of road and i'm like it is it is so incomprehensible to see people have to traverse that road every day to make a living and you dig up the whole road not do like five miles at a time we have to put on the market later and if you are willing to i will if you are dead serious then i'm dead serious at the back of you guys to to put on that matter we have to make the change for All our right. children because trust me they'll grow up eating us thank you very much thank you thank you very much for joining us I find the skin of my house has a disease called pentepis, has to do with paint. Yo, my dear, what are the symptoms? Yele, sinton, 
Well, it's as if somebody graffiate and the glossary has departed from it. You do well, you have come to the right place and the right brand. Do it best, quality paints. You do, there are two types. The master touch for interior and exterior. Lao Pabu's APS Primer and the color solution. With both of them, you can mix and match. Souvenir cooler to match anything in your house, even your soap dish. Just bring it in. Do it best, quality paints. Need primer for all services. Floor paint, pulaku or your garage. Wall paint, ceiling paint. And for your steps, Pumunpak Chichile. As to Bob on you, let's step la Plus, every paint accessory you can think of, just lacial. Do it best quality paint, Kote. Do it center, as to Goodwill Road. Martinadi, I call it the Paint Laboratory. Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Nidcliffe, uniting our Kalanago and Afro-Caribbean nature islanders and friends of Dominica at home and abroad, coming together to help preserve the integrity of Dominica's democracy, human rights, and civil liberties. Ensuring free, fair, and competitive elections on a level playing field within a system that guarantees freedom of expression, belief, and association, respect for the inalienable rights of individuals and minorities, respect for the rule of law, for free communications media, and free from psychological, mental, and physical abuse of women, minors, the elderly, and young men. Meantime, the people of Salisbury were tear-gassed and shot at while they slept the night before the general election in December 2019 by local law enforcement aided and abetted by regional security forces. Patriots appear ready to take the biggest step to fight this cancer that is ravaging every organ of good governance in Dominica. Patriots appear ready to join the legal fight to have the highest court in the region decide once and for all if Dominica should continue to operate as a rogue state where the state's coffers may be starved while secretive accounts in unknown places are filled to the brim with taxpayers' money. Nitcliffe, join the fight to save Dominica from this malevolent cancer. Make your contribution, however modest, to support the legal challenge to account for Dominica's millions. The law is on your side. Every patriot should be on your side. Nidcliffe, support our Radiothon, fundraising events, subscriptions, GoFundMe, and other initiatives to help raise funds to support a legal challenge against the siphoning of public funds from the Consolidated Fund and other initiatives and actions. Nidcliffe, Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Working to help unify and build Dominica and our Afro-Caribbean and Kalanago brothers and sisters at home and abroad. Nidcliffe, fighting to save our nature island. Looking for quality products, exceptional service, great prices, D&D &D has got you covered. We stock water heaters, laundry tubs, plumbing and electrical products. Not forgetting our smart devices. Don't forget D&D &D Plumbing and Electrical Inc. for all of your plumbing and electrical services. Our doors are open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday to Friday and 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays. Call us at 449-0542-285-9643 or 616-7505. Email us at ddhardware-supplies at gmail.com. D&D. &D. A reliable and efficient service with quality cost less.
Sunday, October 4, the Dominica Cancer Society presents Driving for Cancer Care. Join us, cough, honk, wave, and cheer on as we gather on the Bayfront Rose over 2 p.m. with an address by the Minister of Health. Then drive on to St. Joseph, where we'll have remarks by the Honorable Parliamentary Representative. From St. Joe, we head to the Benjamins Park Portsmouth for Thanksgiving and more. Sunday, 4th October, drive for cancer care in faith, hope, strength. Nine forty-eight. Good morning. Uh, this is the hot seat on Q ninety-five. Today is Monday, the fifth of September, uh, twenty twenty-two, and we thank you for joining us. The concern about the Goodwill School and the state in which it is, five years after Hurricane Maria and damages that were inflicted on the school by the fierce winds of Hurricane Maria. Uh, in light of those concerns being raised this morning, the fact that the school is not being repaired, the I want to I want to ask a question about the commitment, the pledge of funds from the Chinese, the government and people of China, to rebuild the Goodwill School since before Hurricane Maria. Before Hurricane Maria. The Chinese had given a commitment that they would rebuild the Goodwill Secondary School. And I, I seem to recall, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, I seem to recall that the money, it was said that the money was actually at the Caribbean Development Bank for this rebuilding of the school to happen. Uh, but it just didn't proceed, of course, the hurricane came, and if, if a friendly government wants to build a school b before it is damaged, then it gets damaged. I think they would, they, they would sincerely be even more interested in getting the uh, rebuilding done. Uh, I don't know what has happened there, but I'm hearing that the Chinese are going to proceed with a, with a state-of-the-art uh, school in uh, Goodwill, they have uh, agreed to do that, but I'm I'm recalling, um, as I'm hearing that right now, I'm recalling that before Maria in 2017, we had that commitment from the Chinese to rebuild the Goodwill Secondary School. So what happened with that? Because the money was allocated, the money was committed. The money, I understand, was sitting down at the Caribbean Development Bank. And to the extent that that was the case, what happened the last five years that now we really needed a school at Goodwill? Before we had the hurricane, we had some friendly government willing to rebuild the school before it was damaged. After it was damaged, what happened to the money? So now we, we are talking about the same, the same friendly government 
that was interested in building the school before it was damaged, that same friendly government, five years later, the boast now is that, oh, the, the Chinese are going to be doing the school. What, so what happened in the last five years? Nobody remembered that there was this commitment from the government and people of China to, to build a, a school at, at Goodwill, to, to rebuild the Goodwill Secondary School. Nobody remembered that? Nobody remembered that? Nobody in government remembered the money that was sitting down at the CDB uh, prior to Maria to, to do that? Wow. What a wow. Who does that? Who does that? Wow. Okay, so back to our discussion, back to our conversation about the <laughs> World Korean Music Festival and the fact that our, our festival is in the, is in the sites of St. Lucia now. St. Lucia and its uh, culture and the creative industries minister, uh, looking at how they can outcompete us and build something that is bigger and better than what we have in Dominica, notwithstanding the significant amount of resources they know that are being spent on the festival in Dominica. the effect on St. Lucia's Creole heritage activities. In responding to concerns about the effect on St. Lucia's Creole heritage activities slated for October, as many St. Lucian patrons of the Dominica Music Festival held there during the same period, Culture and Creative Industries Minister Dr. Ernest Teller remained optimistic about the potential of St. Lucia's Creole Heritage Month to become the biggest national festival and attract thousands of visitors to St. Lucia's shores. But I believe Creole Heritage Month can become even bigger and certainly the June Creole celebration, which is the last weekend, can become our biggest celebration in St. Lucia. But like you said, it coincides with Dominica Music Festival. And for somebody like me, who for the last few years attended every Dominica Music Festival, um, is a real difficult situation to be in because, um, you know, you usually go to Dominica for Creole, um, for the, the Creole Festival and now we have um, you know, Junior Creole and I have responsibilities in that regard. Dr. Hiller thinks the time has come to brainstorm on ways to grow the Creole Festival. This will call for related agencies like the Cultural Development Foundation, CDF, the Folk Research Center, FRC, and the events company to engage in a discussion that is capable of coming up with ideas to outdo their Dominican counterparts. I believe we have the skills, we have the capacity to be even bigger than Dominica. You just have to look at Dominica's lineup for Creole Festival this year, and you can see that they've come all out That's to make sure investment. it's a major, major. I mean, I know some of the artists that will be performing, and I know what it takes to get them to come to perform. Um, so we now need to sit down and strategize um, how we're going to maneuver in this regard. A joint marketing approach so that all the islands involved can enjoy mutual benefits is also an option. For the DBS News World, I'm Don Nicholas.
this morning, I wanted to chat a little bit about the World Korean Music Festival, and in particular, the news that the African music sensation, Burner Boy, will be on the ticket this year's Creole Music Festival. It's caused quite a bit of stir. I'm, I'm hearing that already with, with the news that Burner Boy will be at the Creole Music Festival this year. People are getting ready from the neighboring islands and further afield to come to Dominica for the event. So looks like we will have a lot of people visiting and we'll have a lot of Dominicans, especially young people interested in, in going to, to that event. It's not going to be easy. It's expensive for one thing. I was just uh, looking at African Nation, a new service out of Kenya in Africa. From there I learned that source uh, tells me that the going price for Burner Boy on stage for one night is 500,000 US dollars. 500,000 US dollars converts to 1,358,450 EC dollars. And then to Burnaby travels with a 13-seater jet. You gotta cater for that. And then you have to cater for transportation uh, for him when he gets to the airport to get to where he's going. You need eight cars. You need a, a sprint bus and van uh, to get him to location and back. And you're going to need some, that, you know, probably eight ten thousand dollars $10,000. Then you'll need another 30000 there about for hotel. The the jet, the 13 seater jet will cost anywhere in the region of 200,000 US dollars. That's another $543,380. When you put all of that together, you, you, you're getting close to $2 million that this will cost us to bring uh, Burner Boy here. That means if you have to cover that cost uh, at the gate people are paying, you will probably need about 10,000 people paying $200 each at the gate to get $2 million to cover the expenses of Burner Boy. But of course, uh, I don't think the idea is to cover the expenses for Burner Boy at the gate. Certainly that's not what we're thinking. Uh, maybe there are two sides to this. You have the Dominica, the, the Dominica responsibility for promotion of the destination, the, the tourist destination called Dominica. And we got to spend money on that. So if, uh, for example, uh, I would be thinking of bringing Burner Boy here, I would, I would have that in my head. I, I, it, it would be for me, and uh, I, I the whole question of destination promotion for Dominica, or our nature island tourism product, and, and, and how well associating with him and bringing him here can can lift us, can give us a, a lift in that regard. Not just for the Creole Music Festival time, but before that, after that, in terms of bringing Africans, uh, people resident in Africa on the continent 
over to Dominica for vacations and so on on a regular basis. You know, if we tie all that in and, and, and we get some success in that regard, the money will be well spent. So, so if you think of it in terms of the destination promotion, then we get away from the, uh, the cost of bringing him here, which is expensive. But we have other things in our mind as opposed to just the economic event of the World Korean Music Festival that has to cover costs and, and so on. And, and the, the economic impact would be, would be huge for us. The, the other side of it, of course, is Burner Boy is, is really the youth of Dominica. It's really the young people. It's the, the young crowd. Uh, we, we, we have political events in Dominica where people bring in these high-priced artists from from. America, Donnie McClurkin and so on. And people go to these concerts at election time for free. If a political party can can afford to bring in all these high-priced artists during election campaign, why can't the state bring in uh, a high-priced artist for, for the benefit of young people who are struggling in Dominica? A lot of them don't have jobs. Uh, a lot of them can't find, would not be able to find the money to be able to go to the Creole Music Festival that night to see Burner Boy, but that is their kind of music, and, and that's a thrill, thrilling kind of experience that they would like to have. And so um, if, if this were my event, I had the money to pay for it, I'm using the passport revenues of Dominica to pay for it, then certainly uh, I would also open up that night of the festival, make it free to all Dominicans 35 and under. So once you're 35 and under, you can get into the park free to go and, and see Burner Boy and associate with the music you love and, and, and have that international experience brought right here to you in Dominica. All right, so so for me, yeah, Burner Boy is coming. We know how, we, how, we, how we're going to pay for it. Of course, it's going to come from, the money's going to come from the sale of our passports. And we, we will have some destination marketing um, success for it if we organize well, properly for it, if we put that in our heads. And, and then, of course, the event itself, when Burner Boy gets here, what happens? When we get all of these visitors coming to Dominica to see Burner Boy and everybody excited and so on, are we going to have enough food for them to eat? Are we going to have enough... Uh, organization and control of the traffic to prevent traffic jams and blocks on the road and all of that. So it, it doesn't turn into a negative experience for visitors. Yes, this this has some good sides to it, but the good sides are going to work for us depending on, on how well we put it together. It, it cannot be just, you know, okay, we're bringing Burner Boy and we're bringing Burner Boy up. Let's, let's pursue excellence with this. Let's make sure that what we want to get out of it, which is good destination marketing promotion that runs along for us down the road, and uh, a good experience for the young people of, of Dominica, 35 and under, let them go to see Burner Boy for free. Give them free entrance to the park. And let us organize around this event so well that we will be excellent in execution so that we get the maximum benefits from it. And this event doesn't turn out to be a negative in Dominica with all kind of bad press because this didn't happen and that didn't happen while Bernard Boy was here. And people visiting were so disappointed when they come to Dominica because they have a good story to tell going forward. Let's, let's pay attention to all that and, and make this the big 
success that it can be for us, especially on the side of destination marketing. Little burner boy music for you. The man is coming to Dominica. Uh, hot ticket. Uh, let's make it work. <laughs> let's make it work well for Dominica. All like now, start thinking of where people are going to park. Start thinking of food for all those that, want, that are going to be hungry and coming in to visit us and so on. Start thinking the logistics underpinning of this and the need to get it right so we have good publicity internationally from the event which we're hoping is going to be a big event i know we don't pay too much attention to those things it's for us it's just the flash and dash of a big artist is coming yes but let's think ahead what is it going to take for us to successfully have this event in dominica what i think that we have to think ahead to ensure that it is a good experience not just for Burner Boy and his band, but for all the visitors. So all the, the money that we'll be placing using this international artist to promote the destination of Dominica will be money well spent and, and money that we make something from for our tourism product. Madam Tourism Minister, this is on you. Dominica, the time is now 10.05 a.m. And we are now going to have a quick conversation with the Dominica Cancer Society as the month of September is recognized as the Prostate Cancer Month. And in studio with us this lovely morning is the legendary Father Reginald Lafleur of the Dominica Cancer Society, who's here to give us some information, some insights as to the all-important cancer awareness. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. It's nice to be on here with you this morning. And I say good morning to all our listeners, whether they're listening locally 
internationally or by whatever medium that they are using this morning. So I want to say a very good morning to all of them. All right, and a very good morning to you as well. Thank you very much. All right, so as we get into it, uh, I'm guessing you're going to let us know what um, is uh, so special about Cancer Awareness Month for this September. Right. The month of September is observed internationally as Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. And the Dominica Cancer Society wishes to once more use the opportunity to raise much needed awareness about our prostate cancer and also to encourage prostate cancer screening and testing among men. You know, when it comes to medicine and doctors, our men are always very reluctant. So we make a special effort every September to reach out to our men so that they can have themselves tested and screened. Now, prostate cancer is a cancer that occurs in the prostate. The prostate is a very small walnut-shaped gland in males that produces the seminal fluid and it also nourishes and transports the sperm. Prostate cancer is one of the most common types of cancer and many prostate cancer, or in many, it grows slowly and is confined to the prostate gland where they may not cause serious harm. However, while some types of prostate cancer grow slowly and may need minimal or even treatment, other types are aggressive and can spread very quickly. Prostate cancer that is detected very early. We are saying early detect, um, detection saves lives. And when it is still confined to the prostate gland, it has the best chance for successful treatment. Okay, so um, how would one uh, be aware of some symptoms okay. to look out for? There are some symptoms. The symptoms that are there maybe trouble urinating, mm-hmm. decreased force in the stream of urine. You may also find the blood in the urine, blood in the semen, bone pain, losing weight without trying, and erectile dysfunction. Sometimes none of these symptoms may occur. Okay. But these are the most common symptoms that are associated with prostate cancer. So are you aware of any causes or that usually leads to prostate cancer? It is not quite clear what causes prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. But doctors know that the prostate cancer begins when cells in the prostate develop changes in their DNA. A cell's DNA contains the instructions that tell a cell what to do. The change tells the cells to grow and to divide more rapidly than normal cells do. And the abnormal cell continues living when the other cells would die. Okay. The accumulating abnormal cells from a tumor 
that can give growth to invade nearby tissues in some time and some abnormal cells can break away and spread. It is called metatasis to the other parts of the body. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, um, as from what I'm understanding, there might be some risks associated with, with that. Uh, right. Yeah. Some of the risks that may be associated with the prostate are these factors. Older age. Mm. Your risk of prostate cancer increases as you age. It is most common after age 50, and that is why it's important that men have to take screening and testing very seriously. Sometimes it may be related to race. It's not necessarily determined. But black people have a greater risk of prostate cancer than do people of other races. Oh, wow. In black people, prostate cancer is also more likely to be aggressive or advanced. So then naturally that would mean uh, my family history. My fam right. Okay. The family history also has a lot to do with that. If a blood relative such as parent, sibling or child has been diagnosed with prostate cancer, you may be at the risk and your risk may be increased. Also, if you have a family history of genes that increase the risk of breast cancer, that would be for women as well, most likely, your very strong family history is also a risk of prostate cancer and maybe higher. And the other factor would be obesity. People who are obese may have a higher risk of prostate cancer compared with people considered to have a healthy weight. Though studies have been there and have shown mixed results, in obese people, the cancer is more likely to be more aggressive and more likely to return after the initial treatment. All right. There are sometimes complications that is connected or related to prostate cancer. Some of the complications could be that the prostate cancer can spread to nearby organs, such as your bladder, or it may travel through your bloodstream or your lymphatic stream and system to the bones and to other organs. The prostate cancer that spreads to the bones can cause pain and broken bones. Once prostate cancer has spread to the other areas of the body, it may still respond to treatment and may be controlled, but it is likely and very unlikely that it will be cured. Hmm. Erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction can result from prostate cancer or its treatment, including surgery, radiation, or hormone treatments. Medication, vacuum devices that assist in achieving erectile erection and surgery are available to treat erectile dysfunction. Wow. In spite of that, it may be prevented. Okay. Oh, you, want, you wanted to something on yeah, erectile um, dysfunction? Yeah, because um, from what I'm understanding, there's a lot of risk uh, 
attributed to that as well as some of the causes may not necessarily be your fault um are there any practices that one can can do or, or engage in to prevent or have any preventative measures available to to, to prevent right. such some of the preventative measures that may be taken would be to choose a healthy diet that is full of fruits and vegetables diet is very essential eat a variety of fruits vegetables and whole grains fruits and vegetables contain many vitamins and nutrients that can contribute to your health okay. whether you can prevent prostate cancer through a diet has yet to be conclusively proved but eating a healthy diet with a variety of fruits and vegetables can improve your overall health nice so choose healthy foods over supplements a lot of us will depend on supplements studies have not shown that supplements may play a role in reducing your risk of prostate cancer instead we ask you to choose foods that are rich in vitamins and minerals so that you can maintain healthy levels of vitamins in your body and then exercise exercise improves your overall health it helps you to maintain your weight and improves your mood so try to exercise most days of the week. If you're new to exercise, start slow and work your way up to do more exercise each time. All right. You're supposed to maintain a healthy weight. If your cancer, sorry, if your current weight is healthy, work to maintain it by choosing a healthy diet and exercising most days of the week. If you need to lose weight, add more exercise and reduce the number of calories you eat each day as your doctor will also direct you. And of course, most of all, talk to your doctor about the increased risk of prostate cancer. So in terms of a little background and education on, can on prostate cancer, right. That is what I have shared here. But from the Dominica Cancer Society perspective, we have taken positive approaches, you know, in terms of assisting our men. As I said, prostate cancer is one of the leading cancer affecting men in Dominica and one of the leading contributors to death, cancer death. Yeah. And so therefore the Dominica Cancer Society therefore Six, the support of the public to make this campaign a success. So we are on a campaign. Mm -hmm. And success to be measured not just by the numbers who receive the message, but by those who act on it. Mm -hmm. And always remember that early intervention saves life. So what has the Dominica Cancer Society done in that respect? We have written to the Dominica Medical Association requesting support to have a medical doctors agree to have a discount on prostate screening during the month of September. So September is the month for prostate screening. So we have written to the Medical Association so that they could consider a decrease in terms of the cost. 
So making it more affordable for us to be healthier. Exactly, exactly. You have also written to all the medical laboratories requesting that they consider providing a discount also on lab tests during the month of September because these tests you have to pay for them. Mm -hmm. We have written to the director of the primary health care requesting all health districts to arrange special clinics for men during the month of September. You notice that the emphasis is on men because prostrate affects men. mainly men. True. Right. We have also written to the male-dominated workplaces. We have a lot of male-dominated workplaces like the police, the fire, the prison, DASPA, customs. We are requesting opportunities for medical doctor and a prostrate cancer survivor to address the department on the topic of men's health. We focus on men's prostrate health. So a lot of those institutions where there are many men, we have written to them and asking them to also have the input in that regards. We have written to owners and operators of electronic billboards seeking their support to have prostrate prevention information displayed on their billboards. We have also written to all media houses seeking opportunities to educate and to inform on men's health and men's prostate health during the month of September and we have written to some of the medical doctors and prostate cancer survivors who have agreed to be guests on these programs and speaking engagements. So basically these are some of the activities and some of the actions that the Dominica Cancer Society has undertaken during the month of September thus encouraging our men to be always be ready to receive testing and screening yes the time is now 10 22 a.m and if you're now tuning in we're in studio with father reginald lafleur of the dominica cancer society speaking on prostate cancer awareness month the month of september has been designated as a prostate cancer awareness month uh, he gave a lovely overview as to many uh informations that we should be adhering to such as proper health diet some of the signs and symptoms to look out for as well as making it easier for the men of society to just get tested get regular checkups and the many benefits we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back when we try to engage the callers so we'll ask you guys to call in if you have any questions whilst we have this conversation uh <laughs> October 4, the Dominica Cancer Society presents Driving for Cancer Care. Join us, cough, honk, wave, and cheer on as we gather on the Bayfront Rose over 2 p.m. with an address by the Minister of Health. Then drive on to St. Joseph, where we'll have remarks by the Honorable Parliamentary Representative. From St. Joe, we head to the Benjamins Park Portsmouth for Thanksgiving and more. Sunday, 4th October, Drive for Cancer Care in Faith, Hope, Strength.
Yes, the time is now 10.24 a.m. and we're in studios with Father Reginald Lafleur of the Dominica Cancer Society speaking on Cancer Awareness Month as September has been designated as the Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. As we are aware, prostate cancer is one of the leading cancers affecting men in Dominica and of the leading contributors to our death of our young men and most uh, naturally in terms of our genetics as black Caribbean men. Uh, so... Father Lafleur, um, during our break, I, I wanted to ask you a question, and you gave me a, a very interesting response. Good. In that, um, what has been the response from our men? And you said we have been very um, reluctant in not just cancer um, screening, but just in general health uh, screenings as well. Um, health in general. Yeah. Our men are well, men are generally very reluctant when it comes to checking on themselves, checking on their health. They will check on everything else in life. But when it comes to health, we are very, very reluctant. And that is why I'm here this morning to try to encourage our men to have themselves screened and checked. I know the process that may be used. <laughs> Many of the men do not like it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've done it several times. And then, so I'd like to encourage our men out there to go out and get themselves checked. You cannot wait until it is too late, you know. Very often when they do want to check themselves, it's already advanced, it's already too late. Right. So this is a wake-up call for men to try to encourage them to have themselves checked at least once every year, you know. Yes, good morning. You're tuned in, Q95. Yes, good morning. This is Ati Mate. Good morning, Reggie Leclerc. How are you? Good morning, Avi. Okay, I just wanted to come out in full support of, of, of your, your campaign. I, I have been somebody who has um, subjected myself over the years to full tests. Even when back in the day of AIDS, I tried to bring my colleagues and, and age group along. It's only the younger persons that I found were willing to come along for AIDS tests. Nowadays, with, with the, the cancer thing and prostate, you know, I'm 76 years old, so obviously I've been testing for, for some time now. I'm now, you know, I've recently had a, a biopsy done and I'm now, you know, just managing, you know, what is the inevitable situation for people of my age. But it is only to say that, um, you know, men, we, we, we tend to figure, think of ourselves as the stronger part of the gender mix, but I have found we are intolerant of pain intol- and, and we tend to find all kinds of excuses for not looking after ourselves and um, I'm urging you know the men who are listening and, and most important their sisters their, their children their wives their girlfriends you know encourage the guys to go and know their status it, it, it's better to know than not to know. The earlier you know, with modern medicine being the way it is today, your life can be as near normal. You wouldn't even know the difference. Your life, you can carry on with your life, but you are under care for a condition that you either know is in your body or you're protecting yourself from. So I just wanted to call in Reggie and and, and give you guys a big up and um, you know uh, a big support for the encouragement of the getting the testing done and as as required getting the 
retreating down. Um, I am unable to participate in many of the public activities that you, you have suggested. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to come out publicly and, and, and give you guys the support that you deserve, we all deserve, um, if we are to sort of remain healthy and well. Thank you so much, my friend. Keep up the work. Thank you very much. I think the, the watchword is early intervention saves lives. Indeed. Hello, good morning. You're on Q95. Hello, good morning. Hi, good morning. Mr. Um, Reggie Lafle, I want to encourage you in your in your, your campaign. It's a very, very good thing that you're doing. I would also like to suggest that you um, have you wrote to all the other health concerns. I would like to suggest that you write to or contact um, Ras Bobby, the herbalist, right, including right. the whole in the whole um, initiative. Good. And if we, have, if we can create a more holistic approach to health because natural health and prevention is very, very important to him, not just for prostate cancer, but in every aspect of our Every aspect of our lives, yeah, that is so true. Thank you very much. Thank you very much also for your contribution. Good. Yes, um, yeah, a lot um, of support from the callers. Right. I want to say also that Every year, the Dominica Cancer Society has what we call a walk for cancer. This year, it is scheduled for the 1st of October. Last year, because of the epidemic, we couldn't have the walk. But prior to that, we had what we call a drive for cancer, where we drove from Roseau to Portsmouth, and that was a very successful drive. This year, because there are lower numbers in terms of the COVID, we have accepted to do a walk. And the walk would be from three locations. One location would be from Point Michel, which is the usual thing. The second one would be from Massac. And the third would be from Palm Grove. The three different locations, that is to still observe the protocols for COVID, because if we start at three different locations, the numbers are going to be a little bit smaller. So we also want to encourage our listeners and let them know that the walk is on. It's on the 1st of October, and then the t-shirts are available at the office, and the cost of the t-shirts are $30, so you can purchase your t-shirt for the walk which is scheduled for the 1st of October, that is Saturday. And also, besides the free locations, there's also a walk in Portsmouth, the Northern Cancer Society as well. They're also organizing a similar walk. So I just want to encourage our listeners to participate in the walk. It is one of the biggest fundraising venture for the society. Yes, good morning, Q95, you're on. Yeah, good morning to you, DJ, and good morning to Father Lafley. Good morning to you, yes, sir. Yes, you made an intervention there that I want you to place a little more emphasis on. A lot of um, guys are actually run to the pharmacist for the supplement. I mean, why if you have to do the testing, you put that up front first to go and test with the intervention, these lies. 
But a lot of guys actually run to this for the pharmaceuticals where they have all these little supplements for prostate, prostate and then thinking that that's a quick fix. Diet is important, and you mentioned that earlier, rather than the supplements, change that diet because that diet is important. And also to clean up the gut. The gut is the second brain. We need to clean up the gut. A lot of us eating too many things we call foods which are non-foods, and that is a cause of one of these problems. Also, we need to clean up the system. And I'm glad that um, even Pat mentioned tapping into the resources of um, Bobby Olizachi as a herbalist because he's one of those promoting clean up your system. And I think that's where we need to be because too many times we find people, I mean, generally, people just eat badly and figure out things are bad and that is what that's available and they just eat what's available. We need to change our diet. Have a good one. Thank you very much for that contribution. Nice. Good. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. Strong emphasis on... Um, health and exercise and diet, what you put into your bodies, as well as what you put into your mind. And that's why the Dominica Cancer Society is Good. here, to also put proper information into your mind, help be aware, as well as we are receiving not only positive feedback from the callers, but from the medical fraternity, like um, my father said earlier, he, we have written, or I'm saying we, but the Cancer, yes, society, the cancer society written yes. to uh, the many medical associations, making the cost for getting yourself treated uh, cheaper, getting scanned cheaper as well just for the month of september however cancer society i mean cancer is not just september it's a lifelong process lifelong. a lifelong thing so it's a, a whole lifestyle change as well as getting yourself the proper information um father i see all the time is quickly running down on us Good. do you have any closing statements you like right us? i would just like to again encourage our men to get tested and to go out there and to be screened there's nothing to be afraid of you know I do it every year, and so I'd like to tell the men, look at me as an example, and do it themselves too. Thank you. All right. And also to remind our listeners of our annual cancer walk schedule for the 1st of October from the three locations, and the three locations are Palm Grove, Point Michel, and massacre and we all converge at the Windsor Park Stadium. And it's only $30, right? $30 for a t-shirt. What we encourage is that everyone wears a t-shirt. Okay. So and the cost of the t-shirt is $30. All right. And that money that is generated, that is what we use to put back into the society to assist cancer patients and others. All right. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me here this morning. Sunday, October 4th, the Dominica Cancer Society presents Driving for Cancer Care. Join us, cough, honk, wave, and cheer on as we gather on the Bayfront Roseau at 2 p.m. with an address by the Minister of Health. Then drive on to St. Joseph, where we'll have remarks by the Honorable Parliamentary Representative. From St. Joe, we head to the Benjamins Park Portsmouth for Thanksgiving and more. Sunday, 4th October, Drive for Cancer Care in Faith, Hope, Strength. Sunday, October 4th, the Dominica Cancer Society presents Driving for Cancer Care. Join us, cough, honk, wave, and cheer on as we gather on the Bayfront Roseau at 2 p.m. with an address by the Minister of Health. 
Then drive on to St. Joseph, where we'll have remarks by the Honorable Parliamentary Representative. From St. Joe, we head to the Benjamins Park Portsmouth for Thanksgiving and more. Sunday, 4th October, drive for cancer care in faith, hope, strength. Just lift your worship right there in this moment. Set me on fire. 